The story of business during the pandemic was a story of disruption, but also ingenuity. The businesses that came out stronger took advantage of the disruption to completely reset their business models. They created leaner and more customer-centric operations. They focused on the customer's needs and eliminated all other distractions. From a value creation perspective, there were great lessons in how remote work became remote value creation and a complete reset for business. Here is how. The disruption impacted everyone, but not everybody responded equally well. With the benefit of hindsight, we can now see the patterns that were really hard to see in the middle of the chaos. Accenture's Trend 21 report speaks of the experience as collective displacement and do-it-yourself innovation. When known business playbooks and processes no longer work and people scramble to adopt. COVID was the perfect storm that accelerated some of the value creation trends that emerged with telecommunication, telecommuting, cell-directed work teams, labor arbitrage, and digital transformation. The pandemic, like any crisis, will create winners and losers that ultimately can be traced back to a few factors. Here's my summary list of what drove the changes in remote value creation. Number one, business model reset. The disruption affected every business and the traditional playbooks were useless. Whether your demand disappeared overnight like in the travel industry, or your customer demand quadrupled, like in sports equipment, you had to make immediate steps to change your business model or you would be out of control. Oftentimes, figuring out the necessary pivot came from the edges of the enterprise and not from central bureaucracy. Buyers started fixing their supply chain with creative contracts and vendor arrangements. The same way, customer-facing teams reset customer expectations, renegotiated new remote service and delivery capabilities. Often all this happened in a decentralized fashion. Localized actions replaced centralized playbooks. Companies where such localized innovation and actions were encouraged fared much better than those where employees expected the answers from corporate. Number two. Major productivity boost. The first few months of the crisis caused productivity drop almost in every industry. As employees moved to remote and customers and suppliers' interactions became virtual and everyone learned to conduct business in a new way. What is interesting, that after six months, remote employee productivity was up 40% higher than in normal times, according to some studies. Absenteeism dropped by 40%. Labor-related profitability surged by 20%. And a lot less time was wasted in office and commute. Also, people found digital communication and task collaboration more efficient than those from before the crisis. Number three, massive process cost savings. Many companies saw massive cost savings, especially in SGNA. Travel and marketing costs were reduced by as much as 50% due to remote work and lack of customer-facing activities. When employees could work from anywhere, then they could be hired anywhere. 
there was a significant opportunity in global talent sourcing and remote labor arbitrage by as much as 10-15%. The productivity increase mentioned earlier allowed for less staff across the same processes. Processes were digitized at rapid scale, and uh, this led to a 20-30% process-related labor cost savings. Now, in urban areas, companies eliminated an hour or two commute, which again increased labor capacity by 10-15%. But cost savings can be quite sticky. Think about it. Very few companies want to increase their costs again by 20-30%. There's a massive incentive to sustain the savings, digitize, and automate the newly reinvented workflows. Speaking of workflows, number four, workflow innovation. When the new normal playbooks got discarded, businesses came up with new ways to service customers and keep their supply chains or service teams operating. A lot of the innovation happened at the edges of the company by those interacting on the front lines, so to speak. We have seen emergence of new, more efficient workflows as remote workers invented ways to produce the results. These new workflows are the value creation gold because they sustain the productivity gains and cost savings. Making them digital and automated is the key to keeping the higher level of profitability sustainable. This is, I believe, the key to remote value creation. And number five, trust. What was amazing is not only that businesses pivoted and were thriving in the crisis, it was also amazing that the trust in remote workers increased in high-performing companies. The number of check-in meetings, sync-ups, task inspections gave way to Slack and Teams channels for transparency and to better analytic tools for information updates. Businesses learned to trust their remote workers to get things done. And when they did deliver the results, then leadership started to trust the new lower-cost processes as well to deliver the same customer outcomes as before. Trusting the processes will make them sustainable. And in return, sustainable lower-cost processes will make value creation higher. So will the productivity gains and lower-cost operations lead to long-term value? Is there a permanent shift in the value creation calculus? My prediction is that companies that digitize and automate the new ways of operation will never go back to the pre-COVID level inefficient processes and cost levels. They will have lower cost and more digital business models, which is really hard for competitors to beat. Talk soon. <music>